You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from the Your Story Travel Company, Gina and Sarah. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 592, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to try and help your week be more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our story guides would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Just contact us today. So the first thing I wanted to do was update something that we talked about last week. So before I got on to record last week, I had seen these photos of people not wanting to social distance in the Magic Kingdom. And Miranda had been there and she was like, she didn't really see that. And she felt like the pictures had been maybe doctored or that the lines had merged or something because there was a point where she was really close and it looked like it, but it really was social distance. But what I found out is, and we all talked about this, after the Super Bowl, they still had the Buccaneers record, we're going to Disney World. And, but Disney had already announced there was not going to be a parade like normal, which I don't understand because we still have the cavalcades. I think that they could have still done it as far as, they could have just put a couple players on a cavalcade and let it run through, just like they do with the characters. I think that the guests would have been equally as happy. Well, what happened was the guests found out that the players were there. And that is why they weren't moving, because they thought if they moved, they wouldn't be able to see. So on Main Street, you guys will know what I'm talking about. On Main Street, when you're coming in on the left-hand side behind those buildings, sometimes that's a way that they take people out to get out if they're doing a parade or something. Well, that's where they had all the football players and they were interviewing them. They actually had the parade floats back there and they were taking pictures with them and like popping confetti and everything. Um, I actually saw a vlog on this, so that's the only reason I knew this much. But they could see one of the players. They finally got one of the players' attention and they were all clapping and everything. But I did feel really sorry for the cast members because they were really trying to move the people along and tell them to social distance and and they just knew they were going to catch a glimpse of their favorite football player. So at the same time, I think they could have avoided it if they would have done what I said and just like did two players at one time or even put three on there because what do they have three or four princesses at a time and let them run through? Yeah, it would have been busy for a few moments. Then it would have been gone. Then they could have just done a next one. Um, but anyway, that was what those pictures were that people were saying they weren't social distancing. It's because someone got wind that the football players were behind the scenes right there on Main Street. And in some places, depending on where you were, the guy that was doing the vlog, he could see the top of the float. So like where Mickey usually stands on that float is where they had some of the football players standing. They were interviewing them and then they would pull a string and this confetti would come out like they were still doing the parade. So I'm sure that's all for commercial footage or whatever for Disney, but um, I just felt like I needed to revisit that. What do you guys think about that? I think it sounds like a big tease to all of the players, like I are to all of the the people at the parks. Like if you could see the top of the float and the confetti, of course you're gonna sit around and be like, oh, they're gonna come out eventually. So, I mean, 
I get why they were kind of crowding around waiting. You you almost forget that you're in the middle of a pandemic and you're not supposed to do that. So I guess I get where they're coming from. I think you're right there. They could have done it with the cavalcade. You know, I mean, they're already doing that anyway. So it wouldn't have been that much of a bigger deal. Like you said, just sporadically put them on different floats, different places and, you know. Yeah, that probably would have been the best way to do it other than I think the other option is to not have them come or do it somewhere completely away from where guests are so that there's no temptation. I mean, we're so far into this pandemic that we should understand that things aren't going to happen like they normally are. And I feel like no one would expect anything more or less for that matter. Um you know, if if things weren't the way they normally are. Well, and guests had a big heads up as they were going into the park. Like we reported on this last week. They were told the second they walked into the park, there's not going to be any sort of special float or anything happening for the Super Bowl. Um, but if they hear rumor that just behind this wall, there's something going on, then that's where a crowd could happen. So even maybe doing it after hours i don't know if disney thought of that like the parks close so early they could have done something in the evening and they're not open till nine they could have done it at seven in the morning i mean because when they're on good morning america or today show or something like that they have to be there super early right. so that could have eliminated too so i understood both sides because we're in a pandemic and disney wants to be safe but i also think that that was a lot of stress to put on those cast members to tell them that it was their job to try to get these people to move when they might have the opportunity to see a famous football player. So just, just our thoughts, Disney, if you're listening. <laughs> so I have some good news. As you know, Disney's California adventure Buena Vista street has been open for shopping and dining only. Well, soon we're going to be able to see a lot more of the park. Miranda talked a little bit about this last week on the show. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry, Joey. <clears throat> I got a little squeaky there. Starting in mid-March, the whole park will be open as a special limited time ticketed experience. This will not include attractions. And yes, we did say it's going to be ticketed. So sorry about that. But the event is going to include some food and drink offerings from around Disneyland Resort, shopping, and then some entertainment. Now, we don't have a ton of information because Disney hasn't released the exact magnitude of the event or given us an official start date yet. We expect to hear a lot more details. The Disney's quarterly earnings were announced this week. The first part of the fiscal year took place from October 2020 to January 2nd, 2021. Overall, Disney reported a 98% drop in earnings from continuing operations. That means an approximate... $2.6 billion loss. Billion dollar loss. Not million, billion. This is due to the closures and reduced operating capacity. Disney has spent 43% less on its theme parks in quarter one. Disney Media and Entertainment have similar results to last year with only a 2% decrease in operating income, mainly due to their focus on streaming platforms. Bob Chapek said that they do anticipate increasing park capacity in Disney World this year, but this 
all depends on the rate of vaccinations in our country. As far as the safety protocols, the mask wearing, social distancing, and sanitizing will probably stick around through at least the end of 2021. Disney doesn't believe they will be at the capacity levels that it is now in 2022. But again, this depends on the vaccines. So that's so sad. 98% drop in earnings? That's a lot. I mean, I did expect them to drop, but that amount's just insane. Well, you can only imagine, I mean, think what you spend on a Disney vacation. It's a lot of money. And when thousands and thousands of people get together and spend all that money, hundreds of thousands, you know, however many guests they have a year, um, that's a huge chunk of change. And I think with Disneyland being closed this long, it has really hurt them. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. It, I, yeah, I read that and I was just like, what? That's a lot of money. That's more money than I'll ever see in my lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Did anyone see the pictures from this weekend that were crowds? Um, they were talking about how crowded it was, I think, yesterday. And they're, they're, the pictures were in a very narrow point, like right around Peter Pan. And I guess they were saying several attractions were closed and, um, you know, that's forcing people to be kind of out on the street instead of in queue lines and whatnot. But it looked uncomfortably close, you know, very just it looked packed. And I don't know if it was the perspective of the photo, but personally, I don't know if I would be comfortable in that but it does make me feel better for them to say they expect people to be wearing masks and social distancing going on for a while now, because I think that's what's needed. However, I don't know about the increasing capacity. That worries me a little bit from a, my non-medical opinion, (laughs) professional opinion, I guess you could say, but um, you know, it'll be interesting to see and how vaccines come out and how much of the population can be vaccinated, I think, will have a lot to do with that. It could have also just been like everybody happened to be at the same location in right. the park at the same time. Because when Miranda went, she said it 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 didn't have that feel, right, Vicky? Right. Yeah. And she was well, just. And I was looking at wait times and stuff over the weekend, and the wait times for the rides were not that bad. Like mine train was forty five minutes. Well, this is a holiday weekend, and so a lot of people are off school today. Well, some of us are going off school again tomorrow, but that's a whole other story. Snow day. But, um, yeah, I heard it was really busy, and I one of the things that I just read last minute this morning was that the Haunted Mansion never opened yesterday, which is bizarre because it wasn't supposed to be closed. All they could say was temporarily closed. Um. But this per- per- this specific person, I apologize, I got tongue-tied, um, is the same one that reported when the rock and roller coaster was closed for like six days. And they're like, I hope it doesn't close for six days. And that's all I'm thinking is it better be up by the time Gina and I get there. Right? <laughs> Here's the picture. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That was a lot of people. That but there's a social distance majority of it, if you notice. 
Because sometimes in pictures you can't really tell. Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier about the perspective. You know, if you get low and you're looking across a crowd of people, everyone looks like they're right next to each other, shoulder to shoulder. But if you got more of an aerial view, I'm sure you'd be able to see a little more distance between people. But I know Kaylee and I watched a vlog from Saturday and Kaylee's like, look how empty it is. And she's like, I just can't even imagine it. So I think she's going to be super excited. I cannot wait. I'm my husband is just as excited as I am now. He's like, usually he's just like, oh my God, I don't want to go. You know, I'm tired of talking about it, blah, blah, blah. All this week. I mean, literally our flight doesn't leave until 4.30 on Friday. And he wants to be at the airport at one o'clock. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome though. Yes. I'm super excited. I have a countdown on our mantle that says it's 340 days away and I can't contain my excitement. So <laughs> I can only imagine how excited you are. <laughs> it doesn't seem like that time goes fast, but it will go fast. It yeah. does. Yeah. There is a new Leave a Legacy display at Epcot. The Leave a Legacy monoliths used to sit right inside the entrance of Epcot prior to the construction that's going on. They kind of resemble large tombstones, if you're familiar with what they look like. Guests used to be able to purchase a spot on the monoliths to leave an etched mark of their photos for all guests to see. They have been created into a colorful new Leave a Legacy wall that was installed this week right outside the gates of Epcot. There is a QR code to help you find your photo or you can ask a cast member if you need help. The walls, however, are very tall. So if your family's photo ended up at the top, you may struggle to see your picture. It is anywhere from 90 to 98 rows tall on each panel. There were 284 panels of photos of guests on these walls as of the end of last week. And it's a nice addition with a color palette that matches Epcot's theming. I think they've done a nice job with this and I think it, you know, it does add to Epcot for sure. I think it really adds to the entrance because their entrance is not like, I can't explain what I'm trying to say. I feel like when you get to the Magic Kingdom, you're like at the Magic Kingdom. And then when you get to Hollywood Studios, you can see everything. But when you get to Epcot, the only thing you really see is the orb. And I love how they did this really colorful entrance. I think that they should continue that wall like down both sides. I think they could totally sell those pictures and add more people to it. But yeah, I was thinking the lady that was doing the um, interview on this said she's five foot two and she can't see her picture. (laughs) She had to have a taller person take the picture of her picture so she could see it. Well, that means if mine was on the top, I wouldn't be able to see it because I'm only 4'11". For reals? For real. I didn't know that. Really? <laughs> Y'all just need to travel with my husband. He's six seven. Oh, wow. Yep. He'll, He'd be able to see it. take a picture for you. <laughs> yep. There you go. All he'd have to do is raise his arms up. <laughs> yeah. So I believe this was Gina that was upset. So I think you're going to be excited about this if you didn't already see it, Gina. A while back, we had reported that the mailboxes had been removed from the Magic Kingdom, and it looked like it was going to be a permanent thing. However... This week, the mailboxes magically appeared back to where they were, and we can once again mail letters from the happiest place on Earth. Disney didn't release why the mailboxes went away, and they didn't tell us um, why they are back. But whatever reason, we are happy that they're back, and you can now send mail from Disney World to your friends and family when you're visiting. They probably had too many people complaining, because I know a lot of people do that. 
Well, I mean, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I remember from somebody, I think my Sunday school teacher or something when I was little went and I remember getting the stamp on there and it said Main Street USA and how cool that was. And I know the first year that I went, I sent them to my students, but they got there the week after I got back, which is kind of crazy. But regardless, they still liked it. It's not even something I knew was an option. Really? Like I, Yeah, I had no idea. Then we failed you. Be fun to mail something to yourself mm-hmm. and then you could have it as your own souvenir yeah. from your trip. Has anyone mailed a coconut? I have seen it. Um, I have a friend that, that did mail the coconut. I'm like, what would you do with coconut? Would you I don't know. display it somewhere at your house? I guess. Like this is my Disney World coconut <laughs> and show it off to people. <laughs> But they do have those. You can, I know, I think they have them at Castaway Key, probably for sure. And then I think the Polly has them and Caribbean Beach. Um, you can also get them at Epcot too. Okay. I want to do that now. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> well, all you're going to be there in a week. <laughs> Literally, all they do, at least my friends, all they did was they put the stamp on the coconut like because it's a whole coconut it's not open or anything they just did the stickers on the coconut and like wrapped it and mailed it that's fun though it was pretty cool so more behind the scenes pictures of the future epcot nighttime show harmonious were released this week we know that two of the set pieces have already been put in place in the world showcase lagoon but a lot of work is also going on behind the scenes on the largest piece. The more that Disney does, the more excited we keep getting that Harmonious will be showing soon. Of course, we don't know when it's going to happen. We'll let you know as soon as we do. What's your guys' prediction? I bet October. That's what I'm thinking too. Really, you think that long? Yeah. Mm. I was hoping for the summer because they need to get the kinks worked out before the 50th anniversary. That's just my opinion, but they'll probably do oh, like the thought. testing stuff like here and there, I think. But I think the official show will start October. Does anyone think that the barges are a big eyesore when they're not being a fountain? Because they're not a fountain yet, but right. they will be. Yeah, that's There's been a big complaint. About- yeah, there's something about looking over a clean, peaceful lake vista that when you get those barges in the way, it <laughs> kind of takes away from that scenery. Well, you'd think that now that they have them in place, they could at least make the fountains work for those so mm-hmm. that you have something. Because, yeah, that's what one of the vloggers was talking about this week, that it just really blocks that beautiful view that we were used to seeing. And we know it'll be great once it's done, but yeah. I agree. I think that they should do something because it's just there. Yeah, it's not pretty. <laughs> At the Magic Kingdom, more construction walls have gone up. This time it's in front of Peter Pan's flight. Don't worry, the ride is still up and running, but there are brown construction walls outside the ride which have been placed displaced a part of the queue. If you go to the park and you are having a hard time finding the end of the line, you can just ask a cast member and they will be happy to help you. And that okay, yet also, again, this is another ride I have not heard yet. Uh, first, of all, that's, first of all, that's crazy. And Sarah, that might be why it was so crowded in that picture. Yeah. Yes. Because you can see those brown construction walls in the picture that I showed 
to you. That's a um, narrow spot anyway. And yes. Okay. There are definitely, if you don't know and you're not familiar with the parks, every park has these points that are kind of bottlenecks for traffic. And you will soon find out where those are, but it's a place where you'll come to and everything will suddenly slow down, especially on a very crowded day. Um, so you'll come to learn those points and right in front of Peter Pan is one of them. <laughs> so if it's already a bottleneck, and they have construction walls up, meaning it's it's more narrow, and it kind of hinders, it sounds like, where the, the start of the line is. I'm sure people are kind of circling back and forth trying to find the line, so that would make it seem a lot more crowded. Disney's water slide at Stormalong Bay at the Yacht and Beach Club will be under refurbishment starting in February. The pool at Stormalong Bay, along with the other pools at Yacht and Beach Club, will remain open. So it is just the water slide that will be closed to the guests. Disney has not announced how long the closure will be, but as soon as we hear, we will give you that information. Although the temperatures in Florida haven't necessarily been swimming weather so far in January and February, so you, you, know, you might not want to swim at the moment, but <laughs> it'll get warm soon enough. I know the temperatures have been really crazy. It's Did gonna... you see what it's going to be this weekend? Cold. What? Did they change it? It's going to be 64 they on changed Saturday. It. That is glorious. <laughs> 64? But it I was mean, supposed to be feel... in the 70s. It's gonna be... it was supposed to be. Right. And it, but it's going to be warmer than it is here. Well, so yeah. it might feel pretty We're warm. We're going to feel like it's 70 degrees. <laughs> But on Sunday, it's supposed like to be dream 70, 74, 75. I'm with you, Sarah. I, like, I would love 60s and 70s. We went, when we went in January, it was, it never got over like mid 70s. When that well, week it's we been 80 down there all week. Oh, okay. But it was wonderful. It's jeans and sweatshirts and... You're not. See, I don't want to wear a sweatshirt. That's the thing. I oh, I don't want to wear a sweatshirt. I got one on now. It's but awesome. I've got these cool t-shirts that I made. <laughs> I don't want a sweatshirt. Well, that's okay. So here's what you do. I have light a jacket. Layers. I have one of those like running jackets or whatever. Um, do like long sleeve shirts under the t-shirt. I don't have any. Target. Walmart. <laughs> Amazon. I can't now. I'm in the middle of a snowstorm. I can't get out. <laughs> Amazon Prime. The Amazon Prime would get it to you. It may be Friday by the time you get they it. They can get out. <laughs> uh, I think I'm just going to take my, I have one of those zip up hoodie things, you know. I'm just going to take that. That's what I took on the cruise. I'm just going to take that because I think I'm actually going to wear that on a plane. I am taking a regular sweatshirt though, but I think I'm just going to wear the zip up on the plane because I get hot. Yeah. So back to the pool for a second. Have any of y'all been to that pool, Stormalong Bay? No. I've, I've seen been, pictures of it. I've been on the outside of it, like when we were just walking around the resort. If you don't know and you're listening, it has a sandy bottom. Oh, yes. I did know that part. So I've never been in a pool with a, a sandy bottom before. And it sounds very interesting. But I've heard it's like the best pool. Yeah, I it, heard that too. It looks pretty amazing. Yes. I think it's supposed to give you the most feel like you're on a beach. Which would Without make sense. having to worry about sharks. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> or jellyfish. True. <laughs> so this next one I thought was interesting because they gave you plenty of notice, but people are booking trips for next year, so it made sense. 
At Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, the Samawadi Springs Pool at the Kidani Village will be closed from January 2022 to April 2022. The pools will remain open at the Jamba House, so guests will can enjoy that pool there. But it's a little bit of a trek from Kidani Village to Jamba House. They're not close neighbors. It's not like at the value resorts where you could walk quickly to the other one. Um, but we wanted to give all our listeners a heads up. Anybody thinking about booking a trip, if you were planning on staying in the Kanani Village, you might want to go before January 2022 or after April of 2022 if you're wanting to use their pool. Because um, it looks really cool. It's just that um, when they do stuff to the pools, I don't know what they do. I'm sure they drain them, but four months seems like a really long time to work on a pool. <laughs> a really long time. You're right. So I mean... Make- do you think they discount, like they make the the resorts a little bit cheaper for those times no. if they're working on yeah. the pool? Yeah. No, because Gina's going to the Contemporary and they still haven't started that monorail back up so she can ride to the Epcot. I know, I'm so mad about that. I think there should be a little bit of a discount or some little magic that they should do. Right. I mean, I wouldn't want to go. So then you'd think they'd have a hard time selling tickets. And booking those places. And those are really expensive places to book. So I don't know. Okay. So over at Tokyo Disneyland, the park hours are being adjusted due to the state of emergency requested by the local government and the request from the local authorities. This is true for both Tokyo Disneyland and Disneyland Seas. These park hour changes will be in effect from February 13th to March 7th. So almost a month. The park capacity at both parks will also be limited sad crazy yeah okay on to my favorite subject food magical (laughs) food if you are a milkshake fan beaches and cream at the beach club resort may have closed their walk-up window but we know of another spot where you can grab a milkshake without having to make a dining reservation martha's vineyard lounge at the beach club has added two shakes from the beaches and cream menu each shake costs $15 and comes in a souvenir beaches and cream mason jar. One thing you should keep in mind is that Martha's Vineyard doesn't open until later in the afternoon, but you still can have some of those amazing shakes with all the baked goods on top to go. I have never had a shake like that, and I don't even mean from beaches and cream because I know there's a couple places here in Missouri. I don't know about North Carolina and Kentucky, but have you guys seen those where they have the shake and then there's a donut on top or there's a cupcake on top or there's a yeah, brownie on we, top we have them here there's like a specialty ice cream place that does it here but i've never i would there. love to have one but i'm not even sure i could eat the whole thing if if we got that if my family got something like that it would be one and all four of us are going to share it and we right. probably would not finish it <laughs> it's just a lot but i mean so they look really cool there's one um oh and i don't even know the name of it but it's somewhere near us, Vicky, but they do kid size ones. Oh, really? So they do a tiny little bitty milkshake and it has different candies and thing on things on it. And it's like $4. So it's really cheap. I mean, it's probably three drinks and the whole milkshake's gone, but it still kind of has that appeal. That's fun. And it's, it's not very expensive nice. and the kids love it. They have all these little candies on their plate and a couple sips of milkshake. So... Well, I know we have uh, down at Union Station because they're, you know, really rebuilding that and trying to draw in tourists. They have an ice cream shop there because I know that I had a student went to it last year and he had 
the big mason jar with the brownie on top. And it, I mean, and he said he ate the whole thing. I don't even know how. It looked humongous. It like well, this place does does those too, the expensive ones. But I don't. I'm with you. I don't think I could eat that whole thing. I love my sweets, but a milkshake and then a whole dessert. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a <laughs> lot. Trattoria Al Forno at the boardwalk is now offering food to go. To go orders are available during food service hours. Breakfast is from 7:30 a.m. to 11:30 a.m. and dinner is from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. You will need to order directly from the restaurant. They have not joined the mobile to go app yet. They have a sign outside the restaurant that lets you know if you wanted to go order that you will need to inquire within. So that's exciting. Um, I have not had the opportunity to dine there. I want to go back when they have the um, princesses. The, yeah. Who is it? It's Ariel uh, and Rapunzel. I it, yes. I the thought princes, it was right. Yeah. I thought it was Rapunzel and, and I lost his name. Flynn. Flynn Rider. Prince Eric and Ariel, is that right? I believe so. Yes. I think that sounds right. Mm -hmm. But I heard the food is good from the people that I do know that went. Mm -hmm. So, When are they going to bring back the princesses and character dining? You know, I don't understand that either, Stephanie, because I really feel like we're all used to wearing the mask is now. The mask is. <laughs> the mask is. <laughs> all of them. We're all used to wearing masks now. So I think that it would only be appropriate that we put masks on them and take pictures that way. All of our pictures are amazing. I just, I told you I got my scrapbook from the trip that I took with the adults. And even though we have masks on, the pictures are amazing. And that's what my friend said. She said, I was never a big fan of the memory maker because I didn't think until I saw your pictures and then these pictures, they are really taking time to make sure that they take some amazing pictures of you and some cool shots. You, of course, we have the magical ones anyway, but just taking that extra time with each family to make them feel special and i don't see why I, I don't understand it and the same with the um masked guests or you know masked characters i think that they could put a huge mask over mickey's face how cute would that be that would be funny um well if our mascot for school if you notice on our videos felix has his own mask for his the videos that he's in mm -hmm. i just if the character dining experience with the masked characters like Mickey Mouse and Donald, if those are going fine and they're doing it in a modified way where you're not allowed to go up and hug them and, you know, but they're stopping sort of by tables and taking pictures. Like if that's fine and you're still keeping that six feet of distance, then why can't you have the princesses out there doing that exact same thing? I mean, cast members are in that same position where they have to be six feet away from well, the guests as they get people on and off rides and clean up after people like they're there. So why can't the princesses also be there? I just don't get it. I wonder if it's because they are the princesses and Disney doesn't want you to see them as other than their ideal selves. You know what I mean? Like it would, it breaks the continuity of their magnificence i don't know just the fact that they are beautiful and royal and perfect but that doesn't and... mean you know what i mean that doesn't mean that they're immune to covid no, you know, you know what I'm i mean not, yeah no i agree i mean they could kind of play into it a little bit they could yeah 
they can make it more normal for kids. Like, look, right. the princesses are even doing it. Right. So, especially with the little ones that have to wear the mask that are like three years old and, you know, a little bit older that don't want to leave the masks on. You know, maybe if they saw the princesses, like they have them on and they keep them on, you know, maybe it would be a little easier. Yeah, I see it from that perspective. I guess I was playing more, you know, devil's advocate. And right. This no, is I totally. maybe why Disney is. That makes sense. It yeah, and it does make sense. Yeah. I just think I it's part know. of our time. Um, at first, I was like, that's going to stink for our pictures. But at the same time, it's what we're living. Right. So we might as well have pictures of what we lived. I hope we get some really good ones in front of the castle. Oh, I'm sure you will. You just, they're all over now. So like there's one in Tomorrowland Terrace that takes pictures of the side of the castle. And there's some over there by the Sleepy Hollow. You need to make sure you get all the different ones we did. We got some really cool shots. And um, I hope to do that again. But anyway, we shall see. So Raglan Road and Disney Springs will still be holding a version of their St. Patrick's Day Festival. Obviously not going to be the festival that they normally have. The mighty St. Patrick's Day Festival is called Unplugged. Will run from March the 12th to March 17th with Irish food and giveaways. On St. Patrick's Day, the restaurant will have live music with a $10 cover charge for the day. And you can book reservations for two-hour slots in advance. So... I'm glad they're trying to find a way. I was saying that in our town. I don't know how, what you guys have, but here where Steph and I are, there's a town called Cottleville and it's a huge thing for them. And I'm sure they're, I was saying the other day, they're dying because it's a big moneymaker for them. And I was hoping maybe they came up with some way to do that too. Maybe they have reservations where people can come. Obviously the parade is out, but the parade was a moneymaker for the town and it was a moneymaker for the restaurants and the stores. So, hmm. once again, pandemic hits. And I'm sure <gasps> they didn't have it last year because I remember it got clo- it got shut down right before the we got sent home for two weeks or whatever it was when we were homebound. It was right in that week. So the House of Blues in Disney Springs is hosting a special Mardi Gras menu. It's going to be available February 15th through the 21st. So it's happening right now. It's going to include the classic New Orleans dishes like shrimp gumbo, shrimp and crawfish, etouffee. Did I say etouffee. it right, Vicky? Etouffee. You know, etouffee. Okay. Etouffee. Sorry, I should have put it a different way. Sorry. We've got jambalaya and their incredible bread pudding. All the food sounds amazing to some. Not to me. I'm not a big, <laughs> not not a big uh, shrimp person there. But the House of Blues bread pudding, that does sound amazing, and that is worth the walk just to have that. It has homemade caramel sauce on it. Mm. Yum. Good to me. Fit- oh, sorry. Oh, I would eat it all, but I'm from North Carolina, and there's a lot of shrimp here. I love shrimp. I do too. Oh. I'm the only one. Well, my the oldest kids do like it. I mean, Crystal. It, I tried it once. It was awful. <laughs> Never has again. To be, Never it has again. to be cooked. I can't do the cocktail shrimp. I just can't. Well, that's can't. still cooked. It's just cold. <laughs> it's cold. I can't do the cold. Like, no. It was a texture warm. thing. It was not good. <laughs> Paddlefish in Disney Springs has a prefix menu for the month of February. 
The two-course meal includes an appetizer and entree for just $30. The appetizer's choices are wedge salad, clam chowder, a high tuna poke. The entree choices are shrimp pasta, pork chop, and catfish. This is offered at both lunch and dinner, but it wasn't offered on Valentine's Day. If you go to Paddlefish, Vicki and her family recommend, recommend the key lime pie or the brownie shake for dessert. And that I love shake. key lime pie. Yeah. Well, that shake is the most like what we were just talking about that Beaches and Cream has. Because I remember when it came out, Kaylee just looked at it. It was in a regular shake mug, like the ones that go up like a cone. Mm-hmm. But and she just looked at me like, what did I just do? <laughs> brownie shake. To have a brownie on top of it, mm-hmm. mm. and like hot budge, yum. Yep, definitely. I would definitely take you up on that one. <laughs> All right. So to keep you ladies talking about desserts, over <laughs> at Gideon's Bakehouse, the Eternal Flame Double Frosted Cake has arrived. It is a three-layer chocolate cake covered in two layers of buttercream frosting. One layer is a maraschino cherry buttercream, and the other layer is buttercream chocolate frosting with amaretto added to it. Just like the cookies we talked about last week, this cake contains an ancho, cayenne, cinnamon, and sugar mix. There is a little heat, but guests said it wasn't too bad, and it has a great fudgy flavor. That has me super excited. (laughs) (laughs) Gideon's is on our list to stop at Sunday when we go to dinner. I want to, yeah, I want to go there too. Please get this and like take a video and send it to me <laughs> as you eat it. It sounds so good. But Chris Everything will you eat said, it with I'm the like, Marchino cherry buttercream, but don't tell I him. Would. Don't tell him. <laughs> Maybe he won't notice. Yeah, right. Well, I will say that um, Miranda could not. Miranda and Zach could not talk enough about Gideon's and how wonderful it was. And so. I mean, I wanted to go there before, but of course, you know, the lines were super long when I was there. So I'm hoping that this time we get an opportunity to be able to get in there. And yes, I will get that cake for you, stuff if we can actually get in. But you just take a video. Know. Yeah, take a video of us eating. It'll be like Tim the Tracker. Well, Miranda also we said it wasn't wasn't busy when she went. What right. time did she go, do you know? She went um, three evenings when the parks were closed. She went yeah, in the evening. I was going to say, ours is going to be like late evening like about nine ish yeah so they um and they bought cookies and ate on them for a few days yeah that's what i would plan on doing just taking it back to the resort and then they told us which ones that we should buy (laughs) so be sure to listen and you'll be able to find out which one (laughs) so over at amaret's patisserie the love is in the air petite cake is available and i really want this and i wish there was a way to get it back to bring it to brad because i know he is a big fan of up It features a heart-shaped photo of Carl and Ellie from Up, and the cake is chocolate and yellow chiffon with blue fondant background, like, covering it, and then balloons on the side and topped with the signature grape soda pin. It also has peanut butter cream cheese mousse, strawberry mousse, strawberry jam, milk chocolate crisp pearls, and a chocolate liqueur syrup inside. There are also two more petite cakes this week for African Awareness Month. They have the soul cake. So it has the character from Soul on it. And then the Princess and Tiana, or the Princess Tiana Petite Cake is the other one. And so she's on that cake. 
Um, but they didn't talk about what was inside those cakes because I guess they weren't worried about selling them. They thought they'd sell themselves, but they were super cute. Those petite cakes are pricey though. They're like $20 or more. So there's a new light blue macaron over at Black Cauldron. We think that the blue macaron was inspired by Baby Yoda from the Mandalorian. The macarons are tiny and they still cost $4.49. I mean, you know, they're like those little bitty, a little bit bigger than a, like a half dollar size cookie. Yeah. $4.49. So I figured Sarah could fill us in on this. So apparently there was a picture of Yoda holding one of these or something and that's why they decided to make them or do you know because you watch the mandalorian and i do not i have i'm pretty sure they did not serve macarons in the mandalorian as it's not a very star warsy <laughs> food if someone put a photo out there of him holding one that's no, another it, thing remember but when I he was in the school hmm? and he was steal he was in the school and he was stealing the little blue cookies from the kid Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> it just clicked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. I don't know if it's a macaron, but maybe it's supposed to look like one. Maybe cause... it represents that snack. But yeah, according... the kid yeah, had little he... blue somethings. They seem yeah. to think that Yoda was going to make this a big seller for the Black Cauldron. Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe if they were his green color instead of blue. Maybe so. They could, I don't know. We just never know. Not for $4.49, no. I'll buy something else. Right. <laughs> so Everglazed also has a new cold brew and donut combo this week. The strawberry mai chai, which is an iced chai tea with strawberry milk and the strawberry syrup swirl. It is topped with a strawberry deluxe donut, fresh strawberries, and strawberry icing. Great for Valentine's Day. That's a lot of strawberry. I was going to say strawberry. <laughs> My kids would love it. Everglazed has a cold brew for Valentine's. It is the Valentine's cold brew. It is a cold brew coffee with chocolate syrup and strawberry puree topped with whipped cream and Valentine heart sprinkles. Now I can do that. They also have a sweetheart donut. It is a heart-shaped glazed donut with strawberry icing, fun sprinkles, and a strawberry buttercream frosting dollop. It sounds to me like Everglaze just got a huge oh, shipment yeah. of strawberries, and they were wondering what to do with all of these strawberries. Yep. Well, it sounds yummy, so I think it was mm -hmm. a good choice. Vivoli Il Gelato is serving up a red velvet cheesecake sandwich cookie. Red velvet cheesecake gelato is served between two red velvet cookies, and it is a generous portion that you can share, but it is only available until February 28th. The fresco float is also back at Vivoli Il Gelato. It is lemon and strawberry sorbetto with San Pellegrino limonata, fresh strawberries, and whipped cream. It is only available for a limited time, so if it sounds yummy to you, you may want to go and get one today. Um, yeah. I feel like Stephanie and I have said the last couple weeks, they put a lot of new stuff out and then they're like, okay, it's good for one week. And we're like, wait, what are you doing? Yeah, I like the strawberry or watermelon dollop. Yeah. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> I think well, you girls right. can go get these. They both sound amazing. Yeah, I do think that red velvet 
well, I should forget it for Brad if nobody else, because he loves red velvet cake. That was his yeah, the favorite because his mom sounds good. Mom makes that a good red velvet cake. My brother was talking about it the other day, and he's like, "I can, I can taste it right now. I can taste her red velvet, and I haven't had it for like ten years." <laughs> right. like, more than all the dessert though I'm excited about what Vicky is about to share with us because... <laughs> so over at Sunshine Tree Terrace they now have a savory treat along with the Dole Whip and um, it is the Sunshine Tree Terrace pot stickers it is five fried pork and veggie pot stickers served with an orange and ginger dipping sauce and they did look pretty delicious that sounds right up my alley. I'll stop at the um, egg roll cart and then I'll make my way here and I will be a happy camper. And the egg roll cart, I don't think it's going to be open when we were there. We reported on that last week, I believe. Um, they said the crowds, I guess, are pretty costly to make. And so it's closed for right now. They're not, they're waiting for like spring break time. So when Stephanie gets there, she can go and taste the spring rolls for us. So one of my favorite Disney snacks is the Nutella and fruit waffle. And I'm super excited because they had made it limited until 11 a.m. And they've now changed it. It is now available all day. And I just told Kaylee not even an hour ago that I am excited to eat a Nutella and fruit waffle. I will be taking the bananas off, but I will have the blueberries and strawberries on it. It's so good. I'm for some Disney merch. There's a new set of Disney um, Mickey ears that are a must buy. They are pearl mini ears. They have a black faux leather headband and a black faux leather ears with pearls. And then Mickey's created from pearls all over them. The center is pink, white, and black tweed. Um, they were spotted over at Island Mercantile in Animal Kingdom and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Studios, but we're sure that they're going to be all over the park soon. Those sound really cute. They were really cute, and I saw that somebody put them on a German Shepherd this weekend. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Cuter. I saw that. It was cute. <laughs> it was adorable. The next pair of ears that were spotted have yellow lace for the ears with yellow, orange, and blue flowers along the headband in the center. There is also a new pair of bride ears. The white ears are puffy along with a silky, puffy bow in the center with pearl accents in the center of the bow. Of course, there is a veil of tulle that hangs down the back to complete the mini bride ears. And the only thing I could figure out with the yellow, orange, and blue flowers is for the flower and garden. It never said... But it, that's what it reminded me. They're different. There's something. Well, like, Abby's already put in her order for what she wants me to bring back. For, <laughs> she put for in ears or. Yeah. Oh, okay. And trading pins. She likes those uh, blind bags. Oh, yeah. The trading pins. <laughs> she wants that. And she either wants Dumbo inspired ears or Stitch inspired ears if they still have them. I saw the. Dumbo ones on somebody's vlog this weekend, so maybe you'll get lucky on that for sure. There is a cute Trader Sam's purse at Boutique at Disney's Polynesian Resort. It is made of thatched straw with a straw top. It kind of resembles a hut with Hawaiian patches around the base. It unzips to reveal an orange Trader Sam's fabric on the inside. That sounds adorable, and I would love to see it and maybe get it. 
Also, and I'm not sure about this one, I'm on the uh, controversial bandwagon here, <laughs> but the controversial birthday cake covering that Disney placed on Cinderella Castle for the 25th birthday can now be purchased on a magic band. It has a special pre-order price of $20. There is also a limited release Fantasyland magic band released for $20 as well. It has a pink background with gold, white, aqua, and light blue figures all over it. For example, a carousel horse, a teacup, a Peter Pan ship, and more. There is also a Mar Marvel Avengers band that can be purchased for $15. I'm going to um, choose the second option here, the Fantasyland Magic Band. Throw the birthday cake one in the trash and then... <laughs> For my runner-up, I will choose the Marvel one. <laughs> yeah, I know that the birthday cake, I know that's one of Chrissy's, like, controversial things for her. That's why I put that. She's like, this was a big thing. You either liked it or you hated it. And uh, then I saw, I thought it was interesting that they were bringing that back for the 50th, a 25th anniversary band. But they didn't have yeah. them back then, so maybe they thought, well, we'll just see. Because there were people that liked it. I really, I saw the Fantasyland ones. Those are cute. Yeah. I was going to say, what does it say in that Beauty and the Beast Celine Dion song? It's like you have to have known some bad times to know the good ones. So those were the bad times. <laughs> <sighs> it looked like a huge blow up is what it looked like. Like they just blew up the, and made a blow up castle. And then it could just go and do flight. Um, I never saw it in person. I just, I've only seen pictures, but the magic band is cool. If you are a person that is not feeling upset about it being on the castle. So yeah, don't listen to me then. <laughs> well, thank you, Gina and Sarah, as always for joining Stephanie and I, um, to try to make it a little bit more magical this week. Um, and I would like to thank our listener, Travis, for interviewing with me this past week. It is always, always, always a pleasure to get to know one of our listeners a little bit better. If you're interested in becoming a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our TikTok page for Your Story Travel, which is at Your Story Travel. And be sure to listen to Friday's show as Vicki talks with Miranda and her husband, Zach, about their most recent visit to the happiest place on earth. If you're interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, history, and more, contact us at infoyourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. And Gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, ladies, I think it's about that time. Disney love. May all your dreams come true. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>